Oh, violence does call me, I've answered before. I'd made many enemies and settled my scores. But came a cry from a man that I'd known, someone to whom rare compassion I'd shown. And so I opened up my door to the man who promised me blood and war. For I craved violence, I craved to be free from the people who Last time on the Tower of Souls campaign, we returned the bracelet to Zahiri, and we discussed the new armor, new belts and things as far as a reward, as well as, you know, some quality time with Haven. We also managed to make our way back. On our way back to the bar on where we were staying, Angeli managed to swipe Haven's wallet, which caused a chase, while Ash, Reese, and Zaz managed to just talk amongst themselves and talk about their pasts a bit. We made it to the tavern in which we found a variety of scouts, which Reese heard about the wild woman of the ruins who has gone missing. And Reese had revealed that he had known this person as Daya and asked the group if they could help find any more information about this person. When Reese then showed what Daya looked like, Angeli managed to remember and had a bit of a flashback, remembering a little bit about her past. Then, Reese managed to notice that there was an enchantment around Angeli's memories and that there is something magical at play regarding her amnesia. Otherwise, we all managed to be fully healed thanks to Zaz and a little bit of time to rest. Everybody excited to go grab some pocket food and we managed to hear some yelling just outside of town. Someone happened to be yelling at the overseer and it was a woman named Matilda who knew Haven and called her a mistake. Haven then very validly decided to attack and the rest of us helped, in which they decided to, in a last-ditch effort, fireball the group, sending both Haven and Zaz down. With a quick cape of courage, they were back up, but it has left us with one dead person near the outside of town and a small displacer beast in a box. Hooray. Okay, so we start where you're all at the front of the town. Pretty hurt, two of you, at least. Haven, you got up and went to the Displacer Beast, correct? I stood up and brushed myself off, but I hadn't actually moved anywhere at that point. Okay, the ones who are surrounding the Displacer Beast, it pokes its head out and then it, like, climbs out super cutely where it's trying to, like, pull itself up and it takes a little bit of effort and it falls and then it takes a little bit more effort and then it plops out and it just starts rushing forward. <laughs> Like it's trying to run, like just play around with things. Aww, this is so cute. I'll go pick it up so it doesn't fall off the cart and hurt itself. Okay. The tentacles of the displacer beast kind of like stick to your face a little bit, and then it just lets out a mewing noise. Yeah, I'll scratch it behind its ears. It starts to purr. Yeah, so I just like pick it up and give it a little hug because it's probably been in the cage for god knows how long and and turn back around and and hobble over to where matilda is pinned to the floor giving ash a sort of shoulder bump on my way past and what's what, what is that no idea w would you like to hold it for a minute while i deal with the bitch okay i'll tentatively hold my arms out for it <laughs> like try unsticking all of the little little <laughs> suckers <laughs> and, and like detaching it from me and give it to ash <laughs> the suction cups don't stick to you as much except for at the tip of your nose because the fur gets in the way God, that's so cute that's the most adorable thing ever <laughs> so damn cute it starts kneading your chest a little bit because it's nice and fuzzy and warm Oh man, it's so cute. I will just give it little pets. So Haven, you're going to take the wings off of Matilda? Well, I'm going to walk over, try and yank Ash's sword out of her neck to unpin her to the floor, fail utterly, ask Ash to do it, and then flip her over and strip her of her wings. I will sword with one hand and just hold the little cat with the other one. Like a football? <laughs> 
Exactly like a football. Okay, the sword is taken out. You flip her over pretty easily. You see that there are some people watching you from the guard post. Not in a... They're more in a curious way. Not in a, like, appalled way or anything. Make a survival check to take the wings. Eight plus two is ten. Because you're frustrated and you're hurt and you just hate this person, the first time when you rip off, you tear it out of anger. But you do manage to get the second wing because you calm down a little bit and realize you need to be a little bit more delicate with your methods. So one hole and one torn wing. Yes. Cool. Thank you. Once I have them, I'm going to pick up an ankle and just drag the body in the most unceremonious way to the guardhouse and say to whoever is the highest ranking person that is there, this is my family name. This is who this is. Someone is going to want to know about this and then just turn around and walk off again. Do you say my family name or their family name? As in, well... We changed it last time because we all decided that she was related to Haven somehow. Okay. So she's now part of my family. I just didn't know if you wanted to admit that she was part of your family. But oh, yeah. We, we all decided it apparently, so it's fine. I'll just, I'll give my family name. and But not so that everyone else can hear. I'll, I'll just say, tell these people. They'll want to know she's dead and brutally murdered. And if you really have to, tell them Haven did it. Emphasize on the Havens. The guy that she was originally talking to, one of the overwatchers, is like, Okay, she sounded like a bitch, so don't think they're going to miss her much, but I will let them know. I'll flip him a silver and say, just make sure the body gets there and that it's obviously been horrifically dismembered. If you want anything for parts, have at it. Like claws, the claws are great. I'll take a couple of claws as well. You have to roll another survival check for that. Okay. They splinter, she hasn't been taking good care of them. They're very frail. And they're painted blue, which doesn't match her skin at all. Yeah. All right, so the guy does that. He's like, cool, whatever. I didn't see anything and walks off. Snaps his fingers. Two guards follow him to help with it so he doesn't have to do the dirty work. And you all are free to leave or rest or whatever you wish to do. You cannot take a long rest because you just woke up, but you could take a short rest if you wanted. Maybe we should vacate this particular area of the city. Should we loot the car, loot the rest of her? Oh, she's gone. I'm assuming we looted her first other than just the wings. You didn't say that you did. All right, whatever, my bad. Let's loot the car and, car and why not just dump anything out that we don't want and we can take the cart towards the ruins and then some of us can rest on the way at least. And that way we're moving and we get a, a short rest at the same time. What should we do with this? I'll just hold up the little displacer beast, which I am still snuggling with. It's purring louder. So cute. I will come over and scritch it behind the, the head again and just say, if, if you want to throw it on my shoulders, it can stay with me for a while. Maybe we can return it to the wild or something. Fair enough. You know, I right. don't want cats and dogs, any kind of animosity going on there. You were right. I'm usually not one for fondness with cats, but man, that first nose boop really got me. I think this one won me over. It was really cute. Yeah, can we loot the, the cart? Sure. Or can I sit against a wheel while someone else loots the cart? Sure. I'll, I'll look through the cart. The back door is not locked because he just took out the displacer beast. Inside is a handful of boxes, not much. There looks like there were like three empty cages that might have had something in them at some point. But it looks like he was heading out of the town, so he might have already made his last stop. The In the three boxes, you find one of them has about ten rations in it and three water skins. And the other one has some bedrolls. It looks like they were stocking up for maybe some of the scouts. I'll, I'll share that with the, with the group. I have some rations, but I can always change the flavor for it if we want. That would be really appreciated. Thank you. I'll say there's half a bag of kibble in the last, it'll last a week or 10 days. I'll take a little bit of kibble and I will cast minor trick to make it taste like fish and hold that up to it. Reese, you're, you're tricking it into eating it. I mean, why are you already causing it to distrust? Well, I was hoping that it might like the flavor. Well, this is a little treat. Maybe, I suppose. It enjoys the food, and it accidentally bites your hand when it's because it gets a little too excited while eating. Ooh, all right. That's really cute. So other than that, the other box is empty, and you don't see anything else worth of value in the cart. So you can pull the boxes and cages that aren't needed out of the cart to make more room, and just leave the two boxes if you want. What are the dimensions in there? It'll be a tight fit for all of you to get in there, but you can all fit. Okay. So it's probably like 10 by 15. Okay. 
How big wagons usually are. Does the cart have a horse? It has two creatures pulling it. Okay. It's obviously slightly smaller than that, but that's how many squares it takes up. Are they our nightmare horses? Really? <gasps> that's so cute. Can we have them do? They're on the cart. <laughs> so unless you're having Ash pull the cart, then you need them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may be strong, but I'm not that strong. Do we just go pet shopping and acquire like the whole menagerie? Just nightmares, displacement beast cub. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. As a note, none of these creatures are going to help in any fights. Not until I take a level in Ranger. That's too bad. I think the nightmares fly. These ones do not fly. <laughs> I was going to say, the rest, most of us fly. We only have two non-flyers and that would be perfect. They just look like nightmares. Okay. Because that's the only horse thing I could think of. Nice. I thought you were going to call them heffalumps. Who is going to drive and who is going to get in the back? I will get in the back. The person driving probably wouldn't get the benefits of a short rest, right? I'm also going to climb in the back. I should probably also be in the back. There's probably two bots up front for driver and shotgun, so... Reese isn't hurt. He could spend the short rest to, you know, gain back a spell slot, but he's going to... He'll drive. We'll take turns, because I could also gain something back on a short rest. But, I mean, we'll be, probably be going right. for longer than an hour. All right. Yes. Okay. I mean, how hard could it be? Yeah. Game's last words. What's the worst that could happen? As I look around, how is everybody looking? Haven and you look the worst off. Everybody else looks pretty good. Right. I currently have 13 hit points out of 24, so uh, I'm about halfway. That's better than I am. I'm at 7. I'm going to use Cape of Courage while we're in the cart. Don't do it because it won't affect you. Let me do it and then I'll take oh, a long rest dice. Right, because Cape isn't... Well, I've got a second level I can use for healing, but I don't want to burn a second level for healing. Hold your peace for Is it a ritual? Do you use a spell slot or anything? It is a first level spell slot. Okay, but fair enough. Any creature adjacent to the garden, and I can center the garden around the cart, uh, recovers 1d6 hit points for contemplation and meditation. It lasts 30 minutes, but it's 1d6. Because I think it's once the 30 minutes is over. So you can add an additional d6 on top of your hit die. Okay. okay. Cool. As you guys are in the cart healing and just sitting by this garden that is magically in this room, I need a land vehicle roll, so dexterity for whoever is driving currently. Does Reese want to drive first or second? He'll drive second. Right. So you need a dex roll, you said? Yes. And I don't think anybody's proficient with land vehicles, so just no proficiency. Nope. 18. As you're driving along for a good hour, you are not having any issues. The nightmares seem to be listening very easily. They seem to be trained well. In the back of the cart, Ash, you begin to doze off in the middle of the short rest, and the other two are healing. Ash, when you sleep, you find yourself in your dreams. You find yourself in front of your god, and this beast lord stares down at you and says in a very deep voice, you wanted to speak to me. I'll kind of take a minute to gauge my surroundings and then say, yes, I, I did. I'll take a knee at this point and kind of take my sword out and just kind of lay it flat on the ground. I wanted to ask you something, and I'm not sure if it is within my rights to ask, but given the deal that we made, I wanted to know. When I gave myself to you in service, I had asked you to protect my family, to keep them alive, and in that fight, not a single one of them survived. And as you have kept up the end of the bargain in which I do serve you, I just want to know what I bought with that service. You see, when the gods look at time, time works differently. We see the past, present, and future. I thought, as I was looking through, that the best option was to rescue your future family, not your past family. They were going to die either way with their wounds whether they walked off that battlefield or not but there was one that you met that you have grown close to who i see in your future for a while and i see that you will help each other and that meant you would be able to help me longer so you're saying did you save haven the concubus yes i see i'll kind of look down and think for a good solid minute as thank you're you. thinking he says family isn't just blood i understand thank you and as i said before i hold to it. My sword and my rage is yours to command as you see fit. Good. Now, you may wake up and you'll snap out of it, picking up from your short little nap dream. And wake up just... <laughs> you alright that? Yeah, I'm sorry, just nodded off for a second. How long have we been going for? Not long, half hour so. Right, right, okay. Got a little ways yet. Okay. Hey, I... This is probably a discussion best had over at least four ales, but what was that? 
back there. So I'm sat leaning against one of the sides, just scratching the little displacer beast and just happily making it purr while just slowly my wounds are closing up as I heal from Zaz's spell. And I'll go, oh, all right, that kind of conversation. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. And I'll shift the, the displacer beast from one arm to the other and back again as I'm sort of rummaging around in pockets that nobody can see. And I'll pull out four different miniature pouches of, you don't know what, but they're filled with extremely strong alcohol. <laughs> I trust you to have it on yourself, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll throw one your way and offer the others around and start drinking one myself if the others want them as well. <clears throat> so, the day we met, a great deal of my family died. Not all of them, because some of them, they hold too much power to go into battle. They hold too much weight and too many favours in too many pockets erode them, so they, they don't have to do such menial things. That was one such member of the family. And you have seen me without my wings. And that's that was by choice. I had the choice of risking my life or transforming. And that's fine. Concubus and succubus and incubus can do that. But when one is born without wings, that is a slur on the family. And that is considered... You've insulted the gods if one is born without wings. But that being to not be interested in... How do I put this? Someone having sexual activities with them, that is a double insult to the family. So they get named mistake because you're an insult and you're a mistake and you don't want to be known, so you're hidden. And sometimes those mistakes decide to grow a backbone and fuck off and have a life of their own and remake things. Oh, wait, a long moment, but my hackles are definitely going up as you're talking. I'll shift round, give you an elbow so that you lean forward and stick a wing behind you and then like shove you back against the cart. So like, it's no more comfortable, but I'm half giving you a hug. Like, chill, this is cool, you know, it's, it's my life. And say, look, yeah, I wasn't born red, I was born purple. I swapped my colours when I learnt polymorph and grew myself a pair of wings, and we can hold these forms for as long as we want them. So this became my form. When I left, I wanted to make sure that no one would essentially have to go through the same shit. So when I'm out, I give people what they want. Sometimes that's they get sex. Sometimes that's I help a barmaid pay her rent. Sometimes that's killing someone who's been abusive or, or verbally insulting to a nice person. And I give them what they want. So the family don't like that. And we don't talk as a result. It's amazing. It's great. Everyone's happy except that bitch. She's a vindictive piece of shit, but she's dead now, so it's fine. Yeah, no... No undue offense intended, but your family sounds like shit. Yes, toffee, snuffy, upper crust bastards generally are. Yes, quite. And I'll, all through this, I am chugging on on the spirits that are in these little little vials, little canisters, and it's like, oh, one's empty. I'm just gonna pull another one out from somewhere within my trousers. Uh, trouser leg. <laughs> within my trouser leg. <laughs> nope, it's canon. It's in your trousers. Yep. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that one's empty. I'll just pull one out from somewhere behind my wings. They're just, they're everywhere. I have like eight of them just stashed around me. And as one's getting empty and I'm getting more and more inebriated, I am, I am happily recounting more and more information about how, what basically shit family they are. There were good things, but essentially in a nutshell, Haven wasn't wanted, was considered a stain on the family and that they had insulted the gods somehow and only by getting rid of said child could the god be gods be appeased that sounds like a heaping pile of shit right there and frankly given what your family sounds like it's a damn good thing you were a stain because a family like that <laughs> needs to be fucking stained good gosh that's well the gods are caparious you know this sometimes know. they do it for fun sometimes they do it for a reason <laughs> our gods who knows i know but that doesn't mean it's not shit um, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach over and put a very big furry arm around your shoulders yeah, and just stick say, my head on yours and like slowly move the displacer beast <laughs> in between us. Pass like the cat over. <laughs> it's like half on you, half on me, and it's just trying to sucker us both. <laughs> oh, I am sorry though, but I'm glad that you didn't let them stifle you or turn you into something that you weren't. I kind of give a shrug of the wings as much to say I kind of did, but. I don't say anything back. Were you trying to be quiet? I'm assuming the more you got drunk, no. Oh god, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So, everybody would be able to hear this conversation even through, like, the wood of the cart? Yeah, I'm not hiding it from anyone. 
Okay. Oh, that's too bad. I was going to wait till they finished and then slide open the little window between the go and go, Haven, you mentioned back there you were going to tell us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, that I figured that if everyone fought with me and for me, they have a right to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So your short rest is over. You've made it about an hour. You are about an hour away from the ruins. You know the probably the best path to get there. Mm-hmm. So do you take over? Yeah, I'll take over. I've also used my arcane recovery to gain back my second level spell, and I'll I'll drive. Okay. So if, over this hour, Anjali, if you need to take a short rest, you can. Okay. Roll a dexterity check since I don't think you're proficient in land vehicles. Nope, that is a five. It's a very very bumpy ride. It is very bumpy. For some reason, these nightmares do not want to listen to you. It actually takes you about two hours to get there. <laughs> because they are just like they start trying to go left when you tell them to go right and you're like no 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 go the right way what the fuck and then they try to turn around and Reese, are, are you you sure driving in the ditch is a good idea i mean i don't think anybody's following us anyways it's it's about keeping keeping our tracks hidden it's about making sure we'll be we'll be good we'll be good but oh okay yeah, okay. Um, so you, it takes you, you do eventually get there. It just takes twice the length of time. So it's now been three hours since you've left, which puts it probably around 11, 12-ish. Sounds good. Okay. As you arrive to the ruins, and you could have had conversation if you wanted to during that time, but you see a barren wasteland of debris and loose stone, a relic of a long forgotten past. You see the Amukul ruins in front of you. Most of the buildings are abandoned and dilapidated. Reese, you know these ruins pretty well for the time you lived here, so you do know there are some risks for walking through the ruins. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to the group, introduce it as the Amukul ruins, and if you guys don't already know, the ruins are pretty dangerous and a lot of people tend to get lost around here. There are some random magical effects still here and there so i would definitely be careful where you go but the place that we're going to want to go to to look for daya is the violet ring and it's this big kind of perfect circle of plants and flowers and they all go globe purple daya lives over there and just be careful because like i said a lot of these a lot of the ruins a lot of these places might still have a lot of dormant traps or magical effects still sitting around especially if you notice those flowers so you cannot take the cart beyond this point. The roads are a little too tight. There's rubble on the floor that's blocking the way. There are random abandoned other carts or small items or just things that seem to be toppled over. It looks like everybody left quickly and violently, but you do not see any bodies. How long ago did this? does it look abandoned? It's hard to tell exactly. It's been at least 100 years. Zaz, as you're walking in, you are reminded of the things that you've learned about this place. Right. This used to be a Yuan-T-run city named Ranzari that fell over 150, 200 years ago. Everything's kind of been fallen down and in disrepair since then. Also, there are a lot of dangerous creatures and monsters as well as a lot of wild magic in this area. So, probably best to be careful. Don't mess with anything. We'll consider ourselves warned. Or do. You on T, those are the the snake folk, correct? They don't like being called that, but yes. Maybe like the kind of snaky heads and the some of the bodies are humanoid, but some of them are snake bodies. Duly corrected. I'll call them snaky heads now. Exactly. There are some Yanti in the city, but they are not as common. Most of them lived in the ruins hundreds of years ago, and all of the ones that lived in the city died or disappeared that day, whenever that day was. So Yanti are far and few between, but they still do exist in the town. So was it like, did they do something wrong? Did they anger the gods? Like, any rumors? They tried to find a way to become gods, and... At least that's a rumor I heard, and apparently it didn't go well, but there's no one here to tell if that's accurate or false. I'm sure somebody's around, but I never really made the story. 
we can ask. I was never one to really ask Daya many questions. I mean, I know I'm, I guess, a bit more capable in the, in the mystic arts thanks to her, but a lot of me staying with her was a lot of labor, a lot of kind of helping her around the place. I mean, you don't exactly live in the ruins without a little elbow grease and making sure that, you know, you're all right and you're staying safe. Uh, I was never really one to, I guess, ask too many questions like that, but I'm going to pull out the, the copper teardrop item and okay. just see how it looks it is still glowing but it's still pretty dim does it change at all if i like turn or hold it out in a specific direction it glows a smidge brighter as you point it towards the direction of where you know her house is hmm, okay all right you guys ready sure how long did you stay with her About six or seven years I was looking for a place to stay, and uh, well, I kind of happened upon the ruins after a very long time of traveling, and uh, she found me, and uh, I happened to just, I guess, be what she was looking for and help her out. Fed me, gave me a place to stay. She was, she was nice. Well, if she means something to you, then she means something to us, and as we're all gathered here for a second, I just wanted to take the moment to say thank you for helping me out back there. It really means a lot. Of course. I actually wanted to kind of apologize to everybody. I feel like out of a lot of the fights that have been happening so far, I haven't really been, I guess, that helpful. But I still got your back. Are you kidding? You, you saved Reese, them. Reese, you've yeah. been plenty helpful. You've been amazing. You think so? Yeah, you're, you're, you're brilliant. And you miss once or twice. I got knocked on my ass back there and you were still standing. Yeah, I, I was still standing because I was... I was all the way back there, making sure to not run into the fray. You guys, you guys are pretty brave. Reese, you literally got us back on our feet. That's that's amazing. Well, I, I know you guys could do stuff like that too, and you guys would do the same thing. But I guess I, you know, I, I got your back, and I'll do do what I can. Reese, don't sell yourself short. You've done so much to help all of us in at least one instance or another. Thank you. Fiddling with his fingers. Here, I'll, I'll, sh I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys where we're, where we're mm. going. So, as you begin walking, it's a good 30, 45 minutes walk through, and you're trying to go in the safest path possible to avoid where the monsters would be that you remember. Mm -hmm. That's where I once saw a bugbear and a big orc kind of just fighting through one of the buildings. Over there was where I got mugged that one time. And over there, well, that's where I first learned how to ride a unicycle. That's a story. But I had one of those. It was a lot of fun. What, but nonetheless, you know. What kind of animal is a unicycle? It's this strange beast. It only has three legs, but not too not too rare. As you turn the corner, Reese, were your clothes clean or dirty before? Clean. As you turn the corner, your clothes suddenly get covered in mud as you are <laughs> surrounded by the warmth of the familiar wild magic. Uh okay just kind of hands up just all dirty all right yeah and then just minor trick to to clean it yep yeah be careful where you guys go the wild magic is a little all over the place so you keep walking and you get about halfway there and haven you feel magic warp over you but you're not really sure what it did you just you feel it and it feels like a little chilly for a second and you just shake it off and seem fine are my clothes still on? Yeah. Okay. I'll pat my wallet pouches and my everything, alcohol pouches. Everything seems there. Your alcohol pouches are running low, but everything else seems there. I think I probably have one left at this point, and I should probably be extremely inebriated. Is my cat okay? Yes. Okay. Then I just shrug and carry it. Do I still have wings? Yes. Okay. Then it's fine. <laughs> and seeing Haven check themselves. You alright? Yep, just, you know, um, making sure I've still got assets and nothing randomly vanished for whatever the hell just happened. Do we see you pulling all these containers out? If you're looking. I'm not, I'm not hiding it. I'm not being discreet. And you certainly would have seen me do it in, in the cart. She wouldn't have seen you in the cart? I would have carried on drinking when Angelique came into... Oh, uh, once... Okay. Yeah. And then I would have had to put all my empty ones back. Wow, good thing the fireball didn't set those off. Right? I have waterproof containers. They're they're pretty freaking sturdy, but yeah, that that was that was a close run thing because I probably would have caught on fire otherwise. As you continue to walk and you turn another corner, you're about three quarters of the way there. Zaz, you feel the warmth of the magic rush over you, and then you trip over a stone. Your dex is decreased for by two for the next hour. You don't know how long it is, but just for the next hour. Oh dang. And then finally, as you're about to walk around the final turn, hey, it's been a different person, Ash. Okay. Thankfully, I didn't roll 
the bad, bad ones. What are your saving throws that you're proficient in? Strength and con. You feel the same effect of like a warmth brush over you, but nothing happens. Like it's like almost fizzles out halfway through. I'll just kind of look around and then sort of like brush my shoulders off and just kind of look around. Nerve wracking, isn't it? Like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what's your tail doing at the moment? Who up mine? Mm, you're the only one with a tail, as far as I know, anyway. Because like when a dog's disconcerted, it, its tail does things. My tail is not tucked, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like, pretty standing upright or something. <laughs> no, it pretty much just stays and does its thing unless I'm really happy about something, in which case it will wag just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Your ears, okay. though, are like folded just a little bit back. Like, my ears are what? much more expressive than my tail. They will definitely be folded back in this case. So you step up and you are at the ring of where the violet ring starts. And all of you who have never seen this before, it is a perfect circle entryway almost of just fungi and flowers that all are glowing soft violet. And it is almost a jungle inside. You do not see ruins beyond this point. Just gigantic and tiny all over the place fungus. So you say this ring, like how large is this ring? It's pretty large. It's about probably a couple miles wide in a perfect circle. Oh, okay. And you know that Daya's house okay. is like almost dead center. Okay. Would I know any way to get in there? You know the right path to go, but there, it's things could have changed where creatures were and protections that were put in place could have faded. I'll, I'll share that and just repeat to be careful and to try not to touch too much, but follow follow my footsteps if you can. Is there any reason why we can't just fly? DM? No. Oh, I oh I I, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I never really thought of doing that. Well, and she just rattles her wings a little bit, probably because you didn't have wings. Probably. That's okay, Reese. I wouldn't have thought of it either. <laughs> I would. Uh, you can. You could certainly try, but I'd be careful because I'm. Sh you know, Dai is the kind of person to think of everything. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. Gee, I mean, it's not like flyers are unknown. Yeah. Has any of this triggered any memories for Angeli? Nope, not yet. Okay. I got you. Don't worry. I'm just wondering. <laughs> pro probably just maybe the flashes that she had already that are fitting into kind of place now. Like why there was purple plants. You recognize the purple plants, but it doesn't. It doesn't, this spot doesn't seem familiar specifically. Okay. So, and the teardrop magical item, it's been getting brighter as we've been getting closer to the Very, home? very slightly. It's not getting as bright as it okay. was at its full potential, but it's getting slightly brighter each, as closer you get. Okay. So you start to lead the way? Yeah. Make a survival check. Sure. That is a dirty 20. Okay. Very nice. As you are walking through, you begin to turn the corner and you stop instantly and stop to start to walk backwards as you saw these deceptively soothing, soothing to the eye yellow flowers that are one of the more deadly plants when eaten. They're known as vampire roses or amber lotus flowers. I mean, you know that they tend to incapacitate a victim and eat them, even though they are small. That's alarming. Yeah, stay away from those. Do not touch those. How, how far should we stay away? Like, is it five feet okay? Should it be more like 10 or 15? You know that they have a large spray that can hit people from a long, long distance if Lord. they notice you. Righty-ho. Yeah. yeah, I remember getting sprayed one time with them. They're not pretty. Mm, okay. Here, come on, I'll keep leading them through. Okay. We'll meet another survival check as you dodge the amber lotus flower. Can I cast Guidance on Reese? Sure. Because he's leading the way the whole time. Now give me an extra d4. Yes, one, one d4. extra d4. Brings me to 14. Alright, then up ahead you are walking to where there is a path you have to go left or right. But in the center you realize that tree is unusually dark in color. And you're like, what, is, what does that remind me of? Oh, the, oh shit, that's a blight tree, which releases spores that will revivify the dead. And there are a bunch of dead adventurers near its trunk. Because you rolled high enough, you noticed far enough away. It doesn't seem to have noticed you yet. Does it look like there's any way around it, or might have to kill this thing? You could try to sneak by. Okay, I think I'll explain the danger to the group. Okay, we're gonna just try to sneak by if we can. But everybody be ready in case it attacks. But the spores won't harm us? Yeah, usually the spores are for animating the dead, but 
as long as we keep a you know we go slow and we move by and i don't think it'll notice us as a note for this whole part i'm using accelerated combat if we do go into combat Mm -hmm. so it'll be faster okay so everybody make a stealth check if you go try sneak by and we're going left right left and then right do i you would know which way you could pick yeah yeah we'll go left and then right and kind of surprised that angeli recognize that (laughs) we can 18 on my stealth that's a 17 Picking up on what Taz is putting down. 15. 15 for Angeli. Okay. That is a 13. Fantastic. You are able to sneak past the tree without it noticing. Um, it has a passive perception of 9. So <laughs> you were passing very quietly. Any shinies as we were passing? You can make an investigation check and try to search the bodies, which may or may not make it notice you. She has an invisible mage hand that she can use at distance with sleight of hand. So. Okay. Investigation. Well, you find a coin pouch with 30 copper in it. Hmm. That's all you can find. No, better than nothing. Show the group as we exit out of the area. All right. Something for our troubles. Yeah. You continue to walk and you see a couple of other things that you decide to walk past pretty quickly. So I don't have to go through all five of these. I picked too many. You saw some snapdragons, which were dragons made out of sharp vines. And then you saw some living roots, which look like snakes almost as they're slithering, but they are part of a tree. You brush past the final obstacle and you see Daya's house. Surrounded by crushed stone walls lays a dilapidated wooden house that feels out of place. It sits on stilts, but the wooden stairwell that did lead up to the deck is splintered to pieces in the size of a circular hole with the wood burnt around the edges. The one window is closed and covered by a curtain and the door is also closed. And the ceiling on the right-hand side is also missing a giant circular size of it where it looks like something practically took a bite out of it and the edges are cleanly disintegrated. Plants are growing over the wood and inching up towards the doorway. There is one plant that is very large and Reese, I need to make me one more survival check. Sure, that is 12. Okay. Or do I still have guidance? Yeah, yes. Um, No, it's one time. I can give it to you again, Yeah. yeah. Kendrick. 14. You notice them as crawling creepers. The crawling creeper is a poisonous plant that thrives in dank and dark places and over where the house is, the trees are beginning to overshadow them. They hunt anything they can and use their vines that are covered in poisonous spores to bludgeon things to death and then digest the creatures. Creepers? Oh man. Alright. Be careful, guys. There are also coins and other metal objects that are scattered around the uh, vines. Angelie's careful about getting too close. She has to be within 30 feet to use that hand of hers. So if it looks like that's going to cause an issue, stays away. Otherwise, if there's anything interesting, she might try and pick it up. Would I know any specific, maybe special way to approach the house? Or we just... This wasn't here the last time you were here. The house Uh, wasn't. The house was. The vines were not. The creepers. Okay. They usually take over things that have been undisturbed, but there was a spell that kept them at bay. So that spell has faded. The only thing that you can do is you do know that for some reason they can sense people even when they are quiet. Uh-huh. So it could be the only way to get past them is to attack if they do notice you. Okay. Can we burn them out? We can, but I don't want to risk burning down the house too. Hmm. Point. I think... Are they, they, you said they're like along the ceiling and the the walls? They are climbing up the side of the house along the outside of the house and up the roof. Okay. Does it have a central place that if we kill it, it'll stop all the creeping? I don't know if it's like a hive kind of thing or it has a post, but. You can't really tell because there's so many plants and they look almost like you guys can't really tell the difference. They all look the same. The only reason why Reese can like and he can try to point it out, but it's still incredibly hard once the plants are all jumbled together to tell where they're going. It's like where's Waldo to the extreme mode where everything is green and you just don't know which plant is different from the others. And on on top of that, there's not much sneaking past them either because they're going to still... I'm not exactly sure on the science of it, but they're still able to notice people, even if we are being pretty stealthy. Maybe it's just movement, even. Maybe. What I will say is to make this faster, we'll use accelerated combat, because as soon as you step closer, it is going to attack you. Can we use anything to better our chances, like flasks of oil or 
or ball bearings to make them rush one particular area as opposed to another while we move through. You try. You guys can do whatever you want. So we don't want to set everything on fire, but torches maybe? Do they fear fire? You don't think they do, Reese? No, I don't think so. I don't know if it's a... They're brave enough or stupid enough, but I don't think they have a fear of fire. Well, or I don't let, think they'll react like that. Let's see if they, they go after motion or, or, or life people force thing. And I'll take out a handful of ball bearings and just throw them off into the brush. As you throw them into the brush, you see one of them lurches out and bites at where the ball bearings are. And the vines try to wrap around something that is no longer there. It's very quick attack. I do that a couple more times just so we can get a gauge of what these things are like or how to spot them better, maybe. Now that they've moved, you can kind of tell where they are. But as soon as they stop moving, it's you lose them again. Mm. And does it look like these things have eyes or it's more of a kind of blind sense? Blind sense. Okay. Yeah, I've always hated these things because I tend to use a lot of illusions. And without eyes, they tend to not exactly care much about them. So you do know where one of them is currently. So what I will say is with accelerated combat, the way this works is you're each going to roll two things. Mm -hmm. One is a attack roll and one is a wound roll. So the attack roll is either going to be a d20 plus proficiency plus strength or dex for martial fighting or a d20 plus proficiency in your spellcasting modifier. So everybody can roll that. Sure. Any abilities add to that? No. You can flavor it however you want once the roll is done. Once we get to the actual attack, this is just because this is basically making the fight one round instead of multiple rounds. Okay, so we do the roll, and then we add what? Are you doing martial or magic? Martial. Dex or strength and proficiency. Okay, thank you. What's your number? 19. Okay. 16. Six. Nine. That is a 21. Fantastic. All right, so the next roll you're going to make is a wound roll. You can either make a tough roll, which is, or a quick roll. So tough is d20 plus strength, plus proficiency if you're proficient in strength saving throws, and a quick roll is d20 plus dex plus proficiency of proficient in dexterity saving throws. This is to determine how hard you are hit back. And if we're not proficient in either? You can pick either one, whichever is strong, whichever is higher modifier. Okay. Essentially a saving throw. Yeah. Angelique got 18. Dirty 20. Cool. 19. 18 as well. So as you are seeing this vine creature attack, all of you except for Reese and Angelie are able to strike at the vines. But in the process, some of you are injured as they make their own moves. Haven, Ash, and Zaz, you get to pick one of the following. Do you want to land a critical blow, pull off an awesome stunt, see something from the opposition, or surprise, frighten, or mesmerize the opposition? I'll go with the critical blow. Awesome stunt. Okay. I will also go critical blow because trying to chop up some plants. Okay, and Reese and Anjali, you are either going to get in the way of a PC, stumble, and the opposition gets an opportunity, or they surprise, frighten, or mesmerize you. Oh, they surprise, frighten, mesmerize. And Anjali will stumble. Okay, so as you all rush in at the same time, Haven, you do... What amazing, awesome stunt do you do to attack them? So that I don't get in anyone's way, do like a flip so that I jump, run, jump, land on the other side and then turn around and slash with my sword. Okay, you do that. And in response, you do get attacked by one of its vines as it slams into you, hitting you right in the side. And you do take 11 points of damage. Okay. You feel like the spines of the vines are trying to pierce into your skin, but you are able to pull it off before you get poisoned. Ash, as you rush in with your critical blow, what attack do you do? I'll be using my greatsword. Uh, so you rush in with your greatsword to slam into it. Anjali, you stumble as you are rushed past by Ash, and Ash slams into it. Ash, you do not take any damage because it looks like it's focused on Anjali instead. Reese, you remember attacking these things at one point and you just freeze before you have a chance to do anything, but you are not damaged in the process, thankfully, as it seems to have gone to Haven. Zaz, what does your critical blow look like as you take out the other one? The slash from Haven and Ash killed the first vine. I'm going to actually, in a bold move, reach out and use the inflict 
wounds, I believe it is, which is 3d10 damage. Okay. As I reach out and grasp towards the vines. Alright, so you, you use the spell slot, you don't have to roll for the damage. But you do take 6 damage in response as it starts to shrivel up, and as it's shriveling up, it also hits Anjali, and you take 3 points of damage. I'd like to think that when I stumbled, I was more worried about my wings getting pierced by these things, and was trying to pull that out of the way and just put me right in the path of the other one. Perfection. So you've killed the crawlers, though, between the 5 of you, well, 3 of you hitting but it's fine. It's fine. They're dead. And Reese, you are unfrozen finally, because this looked like it was a lot simpler without just without it just being you and Daya. These things shouldn't be here. There should be magic protecting the house from these. I don't know what's going on. Imagine there was as long as Daya was around. Doesn't look like anybody's been here for a while. Maybe she had to leave and go somewhere for for some reason. Well, she wasn't around after the attack. Maybe so, but the 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 magic of these things is. At least seems drawn to the house, you know, pulling out the copper teardrop. I thank you guys. Let's let's check this out. Angelie will pull hers out and leave it on top where she keep an eye on it too in case it flares suddenly. You said there was a hole in the roof of the structure? Yes. Eaten or bit out of or something? Okay. Well, if- yeah, it looks like a perfect circle was destroyed from the house. Would, would I know if that was caused before, during, or after my stay? It would be after. Reese just looks very worried. As they go toward the door, I'm actually going to fly up towards the opening and just kind of take a bird's eye view of everything. Anjali will accompany. Okay. The door, you have to jump or fly up to the layer that you can get onto to open the door, but the flyers can definitely get up there and see through the ceiling. Inside, you see a very cozy looking home that is covered in pollen and leaves there is a bed in the corner which seems slightly familiar to you angeli but you're not really getting a flashback of it because it just looks like a normal bed there's a rocking chair in there there's a fireplace and a stove and a little table with a couple of plates on it you see that there's a cup that was left next to the table next to a book but beyond that you do not see any people you will give her mage hand a arrow out of her quiver and send it kind of down to poke and prod and just kind of swirl around to see if you know with mushrooms and everything else throwing out spores she's kind of worried about just wandering into the house nothing happens i'm safe Call down. Reese is gonna enter. Are you gonna try to jump up there or get a lift? I was gonna say I I was gonna pick someone up and take them up there because I know that you said we had to fly or jump. Yeah, Ash would be able to jump up there, but I can I can offer Reese a lift. Oh, thank you. I'll pick um, you up and take you up to the front door. I'm gonna jump. Yeah. Once you get to the door, you are able to open it. It's unlocked and go inside. Ash, go ahead and you jump. It's easy enough for you. You don't have to make any rolls for it. Thankfully, you can jump 13.5 feet, I believe. It's ridiculous. Something like that, yeah. So you are able to easily grasp on and pull yourself up and get into the house. Reese, make me an investigation check with advantage, please, because you know this place pretty well. Obviously, it's disheveled and destroyed a little bit right now, but you knew where she kept everything. So 24. Okay. You see that the drawer to the side of the bed is slightly opened, and you also see something you do not recognize, which is a quilted blanket that is not on the bed, but over something in the back corner behind the rocking chair. Everything else looks the same, but the food on the table is rotten, and there is tea at the side of the table, and it is cold. Yeah, Reese is very stressed and upset, and I think seeing this quilt in the corner over the rocking chair he is gonna give just a kind of puzzled face you know not trying to hide that he doesn't recognize it and then pull it off carefully friends carefully hey do the others fly inside are you staying outside yeah a place to stand on the roof like the part that's not broken it looks like it might collapse if you try Hmm. i'll just stay flying above there okay Uh, i would go land inside is anybody else investigating the room by the way while he's doing this sure Make an investigation check. 22. I'd also like to look around, but I also want to kind of sniff. See if anything smells. Aside from the rotted food, if anything smells <laughs> funky. Okay, you can go ahead and roll that. 18 for mine. Okay. Haven, you see that there's a drawer open and your curiosity goes to poke your little fingers inside to see what's going on. And you find a pouch of thieves tools that is very nicely crafted. It looks like it's personalized for somebody. Ash, as you're sniffing around, you've never smelt 
this before, but it smells almost like a strong, dark, powerful stench that just kind of lays and lingers and isn't going away. You've never really smelt it before when other people casted magic, but it almost feels like something was done here that was stronger than any magic you have ever felt before. And it just left this disgusting smell in the air that is just lingering and makes you feel like you just are dirty for even being in the same room with it. My ears are going to go flat. Can I identify where the smell is coming from or is it just kind of permeating everything? It is coming from the painting as Reese turns it over and sees Dea in the painting frozen in a position of protection and fear. Reese, as you're staring, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Sure. 23. Okay. You hear, as you feel yourself being pulled into this painting, Dea's voice screaming in your head, help me, please, I'm trapped, I can't get out, someone, anybody, please, and it just keeps repeating. Is his teardrop flaring or brightening up? Reese's is very, is much brighter right in front of the painting. He's going to drop it and step back. And try to step back enough to where maybe it stops. You stop hearing it as soon as you step five feet away from it. Something happened here. Something bad. And it has to do with that. And I'll kind of point at the painting that Reese is holding. And as you drop it, I'll say, you're right there, buddy? What's the problem? And I'm just looking at the painting. The hole in the ceiling that wasn't there when I left. And I don't know what happened here. I don't know what happened to Daya. She's trapped, I think. Anjali is looking around while they're inside there. She's trying to remember and piece together from her memory there was like all those order bodies and dea calling out that you don't belong she's trying to get an eye view from where she is above of where maybe some of that happened when you look outside of the house you do see skeletons wearing the uniform of the order and they are all laying in different positions there's about a dozen of them just like dead in the front of the house kind of being overwhelmed and overtaken by the flowers and the plants. Mm. When you glance inside of the room, you do see for, or make a perception check, actually. Ten. You see something in Haven's hand, but you don't, you can't recognize what it is. Looking at it, do I see, you said it was looked personalized. Do I recognize anything on it? Do I see anything that might give me an indication as to the owner? When you open it inside, you see a carved-in signature that says, Love, Iliasi. Okay. And that won't ring any, spark any bells or memories or anything else with me? Nope. You've never heard the name. I will shove it in one of my random hidden pockets and say nothing particularly about it, because I'll figure we can flog it when I get back to town. Okay. Reese is going to go up to the painting again mm-hmm. and drop to his knees and, not as a ritual, take the minute that it takes to cast Identify. Okay. You do identify cast a spell. It does have a strong magic on it. It's brighter than most magics that you see because usually the stronger the spell, the brighter the aura. It is a greenish hue, which you know is conjuration. And it is brighter than any conjuration spell you've ever seen. Even if I don't know the name of the spell, do I know the properties of it? Knowing that Daya is, you know, this, is, this isn't like a, a fake thing that she's actually trapped in here. Or anything like that. You would know from your schooling that conjuration spells can be used to banish creatures and also put them into places that make it difficult to escape. One that you are familiar with because Daya has used it before is the maze spell. You don't know if this is the maze spell itself, but you've heard of that one specifically that looked similar to this but not as bright. And that's one of the more powerful spells that they are able to cast. Okay. And Kel's step back after that. Okay. Okay, do we do we take the painting? Do we try and do something? What's the plan? Angelie will have landed sometime during that and just staying kind of quiet because you can see that Reese is doing something there, but mentioning, yeah, from my memories, I, I remembered a bunch of order individuals in the uniforms lying around and you can see their skeletons outside. Ah. So I think the order must have done this. I missed those on the way in. Good good spot. I, I don't I don't know what to do. And it, it you know, just touching the... The frame of it, you know, it didn't have any reaction, right? Right. Looking at the picture is what tried to pull you in and made you hear the voice. Just looking at it tried to pull me in. I think even just taking maybe like a piece of debris and seeing, or maybe a piece of plant and tossing it at the image, seeing if that does anything. Nothing happens. Like it doesn't go through? Mm-mm. You said there was a book on the table? Yes. Just pointed that. Has anybody checked that out yet? Why are you throwing stuff at the painting? Wait, isn't that the old woman? Yeah. I 
I think she's trapped in here. The book I've looked at is a book of uh, the history of the city. And there is a bookmark in about the center of it. Oh, Anjali, Anjali. I was, and I'll start to pull out the Feeth toolkit. So I was putting this in my pocket so that we could sell it in town, but you're, you're the sneaky kind. Maybe you'd like it. And I'll hand it over. Kind of see if, uh, inside check on Haven at that sneaky comment. What's she trying to say? You're a point blank thief. <laughs> okay, in, insight right, versus right. what? No, 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 because you <laughs> haven't rolled anything. What are you trying to find out from me? Or is it a uh, follow-up on the previous conversation? Are you trying to hint at something again? We're just being friendly. <laughs> okay, what am I rolling? Persuasion or deception, whichever one fits. Okay, I got an 18. What did you get? 15. <laughs> Perfectly honest and simple. They yeah. seem legit. All right. Like, they just seem like they're being very nice. Sure, I have a set already, but... They just seem really nice and fancy and well-made, so if not, we can sell them. Hmm. So, take a look at them. You see a beautiful set of pewter personalized locked picks, and you see the love Elasi on the leather, and your eyes go wide for a second, and you are imagining a beautiful light beige succubus with long, thick brown curly hair and red horns. You hear glasses clinking and the sound of giggling, and then you hear a harmonious voice that you recognize and your heart begins to beat quickly and race almost but you don't can't put the name to the voice or the face to the voice you can you're assuming it's this person whose name is on here and you hear okay i have another one she was a wild wandering soul but when she loved she loved with chaos and that made all the difference and then the flashback ends with the sound of giggling again and you feel tears on your face and have emotions of both happiness and sadness but you are not sure why was the item in, in question anywhere there it was next to you i uh she wipes her eyes um yeah i guess these are mine oh so that was a good find then i'm glad i gave them to you instead of just selling them off hand yeah uh yeah i need a moment she'll sure. fly up and out to get some fresh air you are feeling emotions, and you're, those emotions are a mix of safety, of love, of acceptance, of amusement and enjoyment. But then every once in a while you get a pang of sorrow, jealousy, a little bit of anger, but they're all intertwining together. Yeah, this is definitely going to occupy herself for a few moments. She was not expecting to run into anything that she... A, had any emotions like this in, or someone that she apparently knows, but can't remember. So she's just going to find a spot that's relatively safe, I guess, just outside the front door, and just kind of sit and lean against the door and look at the lockpicks and hold them and try and recall anything or try to remember even stronger and keep on to that memory. You are able to keep on to the memories that you've had with the flashbacks. You staring at them, you don't really get anything else right this second. Yeah, she's more just wanting to stay in that moment. Mm -hmm, fair. Was there a specific room that Reese was staying in? You had a hammock that was pinned up in the corner. It's since been taken mm. down, but you still see the hooks up there where you were sleeping. It's only a one-room building. Mm. He's going to take the hooks and pull them out of the wall and hold on to them. Okay. And then kind of look to everybody else. I don't know what, what happened here. I don't know who... Who did this? I guess other than the order, this. I know you guys are kind of looking to me for for an answer, but I don't really. I, I don't know what happened here. I don't. I don't know. Do you know of anyone who might be able to help, or who might know what to do about that? And I'll just kind of point to the painting. The healing temple might be able to. They have plenty of people there. They're very skilled. We haven't visited there recently, but they they have many practitioners that someone might know something. They might. They might. I, th I think we should take it and and try to make it back if we can. But I also want to give Anjali a little bit of time. Mm. See if she remembers everything or anything. When I left, I, you know, I did some, some shopping, some planning. I didn't get too far. I visited people before I really wanted to exit the ruins. And while I, I was leaving here, I didn't really, I guess, have an immediate destination. And... While I was heading out of the ruins, I I found Angeli and she didn't 
really know much. And I couldn't help but think of all of the people that, when I needed somebody to lean on, all of the people that, that had helped me. And even though we're in a shit time, it has brought a lot of people to be a bit unified together. And I, I guess I just wanted to be a part of that. And I, I couldn't help but, but feel and see myself in that moment. And I, I wanted to help Angelia. And I just hope that she she's all right getting through all this. As a note, there was 11 months in between you leaving and then finding her. Yeah, it was it was almost a year. I exited the ruins for a bit and I traveled the area a little. I came back, you know, not looking to try to revisit Daya, but I guess as kind of a place to look around. And that was when I found Angela. That was about 11 months. Okay, have some alcohol. And I'll pass Reese my last flask. This this will warm your cockles. It'll it'll get you a little bit of equilibrium, and we can start to figure things out from there. But have a have a tipple first. Thanks, and he'll he'll share it with you. He's not gonna, you know, just down. I'm it. pissed as a fart. I'm not drinking more. Okay. Like I'm drunk enough that I don't even know where my displacer beast is right now, roaming around outside, antagonizing plants. I'm sure. When in fact it has a suction cup on either of your eyelids, and it's just riding you like a. <laughs> They're stuck to my forehead, and it's hanging over the back in between my wings, and I'm just oblivious. I was like, yeah, I lost my cat. I don't, I don't know where it is. And it's stuck to my face. Yep. Yep. Your glasses. You're just right on your forehead. Exactly. <laughs> One tendril on each shoulder just hanging from your back. Like a nice little cape, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's claws dug into my spine, and I'm just like, this is a really nice massage. I don't know why I'm having one. I can't feel a single thing. He's losing one HP every hour, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's not like I don't. I'm not down to half health anyway. Check <laughs> him later. Angelie will make an appearance again, looking much more composed. Are we gonna rest here then, or are we getting back out of here? Did you find anything else? Other than Daya like this, I don't think we found much else. Uh, Reese is gonna take the book and hold on to that too. And maybe anything else that he, you know, maybe we can search the house, see if there's anything else we deem as valuable. Although I'm sure if- Idle curiosity. Reese, you said yeah. that you picked up that book. Yeah. And there's a bookmark in the middle. Is that middle section potentially relevant in any way? Like, does it mention anything or anyone that has a chance of helping us? I don't think Reese even noticed the bookmark. He'll open it and he'll, he'll check. You're going to have to remind me I missed what it was inside. City. As you open it, it's a history book about the city. Not the ruins, but the nearby city. Is there anyone mentioned, like a particular wizard, a healer, a mage, someone of power who potentially has the ability to undo what has been done? You see that the book is on the section about healers, and a piece of parchment paper falls out when you open the book to the bookmark page. And when you read that, it has scribbles in the familiar handwriting of Dea saying perhaps they can figure out how to fix this. I don't have the powers and like just just circling like enchantment question mark extremely strong stronger than ever I've ever seen magic wild magic potentially made it stronger and just like question all these question marks with no answers. It looks like she was trying to find information or try to figure out what was going on and putting two and two together you're pretty sure that she was talking about Angelie's issue with her mind. Yeah it looks like turn in Angelie it looks like they were trying to study or find a way to learn more about whatever enchantment is, is afflicting you. Well, I remember her being very protective of me and, and helping me and then the attack, but still don't remember much else. My my worry, I mean, I don't think she would, but she's powerful enough that Daya could have put that enchantment on you, but if, if she was looking for a way to, you know, or, or looking for information about it, that might not be the case, and it could have been someone a bit more malicious. Yeah. Looking up at the hole in the ceiling, that big round spot, is there anything on the floor underneath where that would have occurred? Some debris. I'm thinking like an outline or a scorch mark or anything like that. Like as if power burst up from out of the house. Mm, I'm trying to see who would know this ability. I'll look too. I'm, I'm also wondering, like you found the painting with a, a blanket on it, right? So someone must have put that on after this happened. Yeah, and covered it up. Quite literally. <laughs> a wizard would recognize it potentially. Hey, I'm a wizard. So make an arcana check. Oh boy. I get distracted by watching the displacer beast ride 
cave and around room. It's a 21. You've never learned this magic, but heard of it. And you recognize that it is completely disintegrated around the edge. And it looks like it was caused by the shatter spell, which destroys any inorganic material material in its wake completely to the point of turning it to dust. Yeah, I'll, I'll share that my knowledge of the spell and how it would destroy the area. Would that be one that your friend knows, or would that be something of the person who did this? Could be either or. Anjali would like to pick up the, the painting now and have a closer look at it. She's kind of looking around the edges and up close to see if there's any kind of uh, indications or marks or or even just a signature if it's like a an, an actual picture of who the maker might be. Roll a wisdom save. That is a 11. Fantastic. So you look at the painting and you start to try to look at the edges and your eyes get pulled back to the woman in the center and you hear the same words that Reese heard earlier about saying, help me, please help. I'm trapped. Please, I can't do this much longer. And you feel yourself being sucked into the painting and the rest of you see Anjali vanish. (laughs) Oh, shit. And you see behind the old lady, Anjali. Fuck. Is Anjali, like, frozen in place? Anjali is completely gone, but in the painting, she is frozen in the position that she was in. Oh, shit. Anjali, you see a world around you that is painterly and almost melting. And it's kind of disorienting to look at. It looks like the sky, but when you're so drunk that it's just swimming around in swirls and spirals and everything just doesn't make sense that you see. There's creatures that are too long or too improperly positioned and there's items that seem to be flowing in this world's weird swirl. You don't know where you are. You see the ruins, but it looks completely different. And that's where we're going to end. Oh, violence, just call me. I've answered before. I made many enemies and settled my scores. But came a cry from a man that I'd known. Someone to whom rare compassion I'd shown. And so I opened up my door to the man who promised me blood and war. For I craved violence, I craved to be free from the people who wish to control me. Yes, I believe in anarchy's reign, and I know the dictators only bring pain. Oh, woe to the people of order, I hope your homes continue to smolder. This year, the most creative minds from the world of tabletop role-playing have joined together to create an actual play adventure that is not to be missed. Join us as we explore a truly collaborative world come to life, only able to exist thanks to the imagination of a global community. There may have been others before, but never like this. Join us for Homebrew Havoc! Oh yeah, uh, bring snacks.